an interesting weekend to say the least. Uh, to start off, we'll go with the Whips Atlas, particularly with this. You know, we're looking towards the uh, the Burn Lords, the Zeddies, the Nardellas, and the Earnhardts, the guys who I said are complete locks. Uh, in terms of Nardella, yeah, 57%, can't complain. Burn Lore, 52%, not what I really expected, but not the worst. And then in terms of Earnhardt, only one cost turnover, one ground ball, but he had two points on the day. Another guy who I thought was viable was Shannon Chuck, who had zero points, which was unfortunate. And then someone that I wasn't 100% sure on was uh, Matt Rambo, my first time saying that he shouldn't go in, which is obviously the first time that you should put him in. Matt Rambo, five points, had a hat trick and two assists, uh, 10 shots on the day. So a big day out of him. Zeddy Williams, uh, pretty quiet day, only one goal. So an interesting look out of the, uh, the whipsticks right now. So interesting to see, and they have an even more interesting game that comes later in this week that's uh, pretty substantial to what's going on right now. On the other side, we have the Atlas. So... Teat, not in this game, but in the next game, fucking fantastic. Uh, Eric Law, Eric Law, I honestly don't even think was in. I think he's, oh no, he was in, I'm sorry. And he had a hat trick. Um, so, yeah, like I'm saying, so he's a guy that you can't really, uh, that I think on this team, you got to play all the time. As well as Jake Carraway, five points, two goals, a two-pointer, and an assist. Uh, so another big week out of Jake Carraway. I would expect to see him in your lineups more often. And then another guy who obviously I've been saying that I like for a while. I think that this was one of his best games yet. Brian Costabile had a hat trick in this game. Very good to see. I'm excited to see um, what he continues to do down the stretch. Defensively, uh, I had Cade Van Rapphorst, you know, had a pretty decent game. Craig Chick, nothing crazy. Uh, two guys who are, you know, usually the. Um, the staples in that defense, but Michael Rexroad had four calls, turnovers, two ground balls. Maybe you got to look at. Um, he hasn't really done a super whole lot this season, but you know maybe he's a, he's a guy who we can start playing a little bit more often down the road. Baptiste, forty-six percent, not horrible, but not great. And Jack Concanon, actually a really good game. Uh, Sixteen saves, fifty-nine uh, percent save percentage. This was a fantastic game. Went into overtime, twelve-eleven win by the whip snakes really pulling that one out of fucking thin air the win streak continues for them in terms of the redwoods and the chaos so as always you had to put pinnell and jones as locks they both were uh pinnell three points jones only two garnsey had two henningberg had two so you know those were two guys i said to look out for uh td uh Erlian was a lock, 77% on the weekend, absolutely. I wasn't a huge fan of Trout in there, 11 saves, 11 sa uh, scores against, and also a 1-2 pointer. Had a 52% save percentage, so not the worst, but not the, uh, the greatest outing by him. And then someone who I was thinking that could possibly be viable, but um, only if you're the superstitious type, is a Kyle Harrison. I don't think he did anything this. I think he had three shots, no goals, no points. Uh, and then Garrett Apple led the team with two calls, turnovers, three ground balls. Good to see out of that. On the other side of the ball, though, uh, Rowlett, as I predicted, had a great game. Um, 
Procaro had a good game. Josh Byrne, good game. Dane Smith, good game. Michael Keith, good game. So all the guys who are saying to look out for. Chris Cloutier, not as good as I kind of expected, but he still had two points. No one really took the cake with this one. Uh, Procaro with four points and a lot of guys with three. Defensively, Troy Wright had a good game. Jared Newman had a good game. Uh, Stat-wise, Jack Rowlett didn't have a great game, but performance-wise, he looked good out on the field. And Blaze Reardon, 61%. Like I said, all like I say all the time, he is the best goaltender of the game. Can't play him until he gives you a reason to. Can't not play him until he gives you a reason to. Disappointing loss out of that game out of the Redwoods, though. Gives the Chaos their first win of the season. In terms of water dog archers, we'll get into the archers first, just because it's a bit of a uh, a happy <laughs> a bit of a happier um, feel out of this team right now. So we'll start with the goaltender Adam Gittleman. Only 53% on this game. Not really what I expected. Um, not a whole lot coming out of the uh, the water dogs though. Stephen Kelly 56% for the day. Uh, good to see out of him, and I believe Jake Withers went 50%. So interesting to see. No one really had the uh, took the cake in this one, but I guess if you had to pick one or the other, it's, it comes down to Stephen Kelly. Scott Ratliff, um, hundred points in his career, uh, incredible to see, especially from a defensive uh, midfielder. So good to see from him. And then Graham Hasek, three cross turnovers, three ground balls. Good game out of him defensively. And then in terms of the offense, it's like where do you want to start? Obviously Grant's meant he's a lock. Will Manny, I did like Will Manny as that rest of the offense type of person. Uh, I like Tom Schreiber as well. He had four points. Marcus Holman, he was just behind Will Manny in my rankings for this team. Um, so I meant six points, Manny five, Marcus Holman, Tom Schreiber both with four. Adam Gittleman actually had three points. He had a two-pointer and an assist. So that was fucking outrageous. And a whole bunch of guys with uh, points here and there. I mean, this team is just outrageous to watch. It's 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 a blessing to watch the Archers play lacrosse. On the other side, though, um, you know, my locks were Ryan Brown, only one point, Schlosser, zero points, and then we have Courier with two points, who I liked uh, defensively. I don't really think that he did a whole lot. He really was just an offensive guy this game with two goals. And Ryan Conrad had two points as well, but Keen McArdle, two points. Connor Kelly, two points. No one really took the cake with this one. Although the one with the most shots are Kelly and Courier. Ryan Brown has six uh, six shots as well. Defensively, Ryland Reese had a hell of a game statistically. Um, I liked Eli Gobrech, and he's not even on the stat sheet right now, so I'm not sure exactly what happened with that. This game wasn't really a huge uh Water dog um, game, not really the greatest out of them. Uh, the thing that I did like out of here, though, was the Kelly Withers matchup. We didn't learn a whole lot, but I think I officially have to put Kelly as that uh, number four, number five type of guy in the league and then drop Withers down below that. And then getting into some absolutely outrageous games, uh, the Cannons versus the Atlas. So... Rabel playing his old team. Atlas coming off of an overtime loss. So we'll see what happens here. To start with the Cannons, Andrew Q, five goals. I think he just came back to the lineup. Ryan Drenner, four goals. Buschek, four, goal, uh, four points. 
Rabel, four points. Rufus, three points. Lyle Thompson, only two points and no goals, which was interesting to see. Defensively, Pulver had a hell of a game. Brody Merrill had a hell of a game. Reese Eddy had a hell of a, hell of a game. Just point-wise on this side, they just fucking ate. Uh, Zach Goodrich, not the greatest game. Only uh, two points in this game, so... Uh, not exactly what I was really looking for. And then Simino and Kelly more or less split the faceoffs. Neither of them broke 40%, so they still struggle at that faceoff X. And Nick Morocco, 18 saves, 18 shots against. So a lot of workload for him, but he came through pretty fucking huge for them. And then in terms of the Atlas, so huge game out of Jeff T. 9.7 goals, 2 assists. So I liked I didn't I was not huge about him in the first game, but I did like him a little bit more in the second game. Although I I will never fucking say that I expected this to happen. Let me fucking tell you. Brent Adams had three, and then after that, you know, it's Brent Adams had three points. Romar Dennis two, Jay Caraway two, Eric Wall two, uh, Mark Hockerton two. So the whole team was basically fucking. It looks like the whole team was basically Jeff Teat unassisted this game. Defensively, again, another good game by Michael Rexrode. Four cost turnovers, one ground ball. Cade Van Raphorst had a hell of a game. Tucker Durkin had a hell of a game. Craig Chick have, had a hell of a game. So the guys who you can kind of rely on a little bit more in this. Interesting to see Rexrode. Um, we'll take a little quick dive into him. Uh, he's got the he's played in, I believe, all four games. Um, started off pretty slow, but in, these la- in this last weekend, he's had a fucking hell of a fucking series. Um Maybe more from to come from him. We'll see. That's definitely a guy to keep an eye out for. Trevor Baptiste, 69%. I knew that he was a lock in this. He was my lock in this game. An absolute stud. And then Jackson Cannon, completely shit the bed. Only six saves, 17 uh, scores against, a 27%. But the Atlas take this in regulation 18-17. to 17, An absolutely outstanding game. And lastly of the weekend, we have the Chrome versus the Whip Snakes. This was an interesting game, to say the least. Um, Rambo and um, Rambo and Zed Williams were both out of the game, so tough to see there. Um, defensively wise, uh, Bernhardt, uh, Burn Lore, I should say, came in 50% save percentage. Uh, nothing super crazy, and then Joe Nardella, also 50%, nothing too crazy, so a bit of a, a miss mistake there that you usually don't see all too often. Defensively, Michael Earnhardt, five ground balls, uh, Matt Abbott, uh, one cost turnover, five ground balls, and a whole bunch of dudes with one cost turnover, three ground balls, so defensively, a huge day out of them. <laughs> That's not great for them offensively, though, because offensively, uh, we have a couple guys with a Chris Azelian, a replacement on the attack, came in with three points, three goals. And after that, you know, a whole lot of nothing out of this team. Uh, Chan Chuck, one point. John Hoss, one point. Brad Smith, one point. Connor Chris, two points, another replacement. So ob- obviously not the production that they usually get out of their offense, uh, attacks especially. On the other side, though, of the Chrome, you know, uh, Jackson Morrell, one of the individuals who I'd pointed out uh, earlier last week, four goals this game, two assists with six points. Colin Heacock, five points. Jordan McIntosh, three points. Good to see him um, get a fucking couple points in. 
Justin Gutterding with a good amount of points. Ned Karate finally fucking coming onto the uh, the scene. I don't know that this honestly might have been the first time I've ever fucking seen him play this year. Uh, John Rannigan, I thought he was going to do better this game, but nothing crazy out of him. Just one point. Uh, defensively wise, Michael Manley, good game. Joel White, good game. Greg uh, Weil, good game. So, out of them, still, still uh, valiant efforts. Connor Farrell, below 50%. And what was amazing here is John Galloway, 21 saves, 78% with only six goals against. Obviously, a little bit easier when you're not playing two of the top five players in the PLL. But at the end of the day, you know, they were able to take this fucking game 16 to 6, the Chromas. So the first loss in, the, God, like 650 days for the Whipsnakes. Interesting to see. Excited for next week. We'll see who's healthy and who's not sometime later in the week. And, um,. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to it. I think this is going to be a... I think I might start doing immediate reactions on Sunday nights. Maybe come out Wednesday morning and then maybe Thursdays. Come out with a second episode where it's uh, for the upcoming week. Uh, I would like to do it just right now. But, you know, with injuries that happen now and um, having to see what happens moving forward. It might be a Wednesday night, maybe a Thursday morning release. So keep an eye out for it. Buffs Brain, Fantasy Lacrosse at work. How we doing?